Welcome to the Evening Gamer, everyone. I'm Taylor. And I'm Guy. Where do you start your first podcast episode? We're about to start it. That's episode not, one. That's not something you really anyone ever really talks about. It's not. It's a bit daunting. You don't really know what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm sort of, you know, we've done a bit of prep work, but we'll see how this goes. I reckon a perfect place to start is kind of how we want to, dear listener, structure these episodes, I suppose. Makes sense to me. So, if you listen to our intro, you know we're all gaming. We're all about gaming across the board. We're kind of going to structure our episodes where myself and Guy are going to review a game each week. Yeah, it can I be whatever game, game each week. Yeah, yeah makes game sense. each week can be whatever game can be RPGs, a role playing game, or FPS, whatever it might be. We're going to give our honest review and recommendations and talk about what we like and what we don't like. Yeah, it might be the game we're playing at the moment. It might be a game from a bit of a backlog, but it'll be gaming. Nice. Yeah, and then to wrap up every episode every week, we've also got a, an idea of draw a question from a hat. Little, little hat game questionnaire. Little, little hat game teaser where we've both kind of written questions down. Uh, which is obviously relevant to gaming. We're going to draw each other's questions out of a hat and fucking give a spiel on it, mate. Sounds good to me. Now, do you want to go first with your review or do you want me to go first? first? I'm happy to go first this week. I'm happy to go first this week because I'm covering off what I seem to think is a very interestingly timed RPG to be dropped that had a lot of mixed reviews that I was super excited for and it's Hogwarts Legacy. It's a good one because we've both played it, so I can sort of throw an opinion in here and there. I definitely played it, mate. I, I think you gave up on it. I, I, I finished it. Through. I finished it. But I can certainly talk to it um, from start to finish. So, a little bit about it. Obviously, it's about the wizarding world if you follow Harry Potter. But the interesting thing that I found first off, and I want to make clear, is that you don't actually play as Harry. Uh, there's a fresh story. There's fresh protagonists. There's fresh quests and enemies. However, it does kind of keep the original school and the general layout of the Hogwarts area, which is perfect for me in terms of maintaining the nostalgia. Because remember, this is a game that's kind of gone the opposite direction of Last of Us. You know, this is a game that has a huge movie trilogy and more base, all the books. Its fandom really comes from its cinematic experience. So it's gone the opposite way. Now... When you start playing, you're actually introduced to a professor who's escorting you, uh, escorting you to the school. After a few cutscenes, basic gameplay, you're introduced to Hogwarts, Hogsmeade, the classes, and your assorted house common rooms. Now, the thing I loved about this is it gives a perfect taste of open world RPG without being too overwhelming. So it makes it a perfect introduction for new and experienced gamers. Hogwarts Legacy possesses, in my opinion, great interaction with the wizarding world as well as all the benefits that come with it, whether you're a wizard or a witch, you know, such as flying your broom, making potions, using spells, interacting with the beasts and the forbidden forests, all of these types of things. One thing I liked as well is you do actually get the opportunity to control a little bit about what house you're sorted in. So you do have a, a session with the sorting hat. But things that could have been better. And I, I was going to ask that question. This. I was yeah. curious on that. You aren't able to play Quidditch and you can't freely go within the lake outside of Hogwarts. You interact with it on some level, but there's no real swimming component. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll know from the Goblet of Fire that there's a huge magical world below that river. And I was pretty disappointed in the fact that it didn't have that interaction because if you think about all of the top games of the year, right? They all like, like if you take a perfect franchise, for example, would be Zelda, right? Like Breath of the Wild probably opened the doors for what I'm about to say, hugely. Um, is having different areas that the player needs to adapt to where they can access different loot, resources, and bosses. 
which I think is where this game fell short for me. I think you're on the money with that. I think for me, this was like a, a taste tester of what could what could it be, what it could become, you know. And I think if we're looking at sort of the minor cut wounds, yes, okay, not having, you know, sort of the wizarding sort of competition, whatever the fuck it's called, or, you know, the going into, the, thing? Yeah. Yeah, or going yeah, into yeah. the lake, like, you know, those things. I think at its base level, it hit the right notes. It was nostalgic. It felt like Harry Potter. You know, it didn't interact with any of the movies. I think any Harry Potter fan could play that game and be satisfied with it. I think a lot of people really enjoyed it. You know, I think they put in the stadium there, you know, as in, there might be a DLC where they open that up. I think it's really challenging as well to go from what is a first person one to then move to a much more fluid movement flying kind of 360 degree. Like I think the coding on that would be quite challenging, mm. but you know, mm. I'm, plenty of games have made that kind of pivot and made it work really well. Um, yeah, I think you're right as well. Like there's, there's been a lot of, especially in the RPG genre, a lot of games lately that do too much and, not, and don't do it well. Rather than just kind of stick to less is more and fucking nail it. Like an example for me, which we can talk about in another episode that, you know, fell short on trying to do more than they could was Lords of the Fallen. It's like you play that game, you're like, oh man, if you cut back 20% of this game and just nailed what you had out there, it would have been good. Yeah, so right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's sort of somewhere in between, you know, um, this this game it sort of it, it it went deep in some sections and sort of hit the right notes but I, I don't know i just sort of playing it at the end i was sort of left not with it hitting all the notes and i think that was always the challenge with games like this where it is it's it's you know it's harry potter like yeah. everybody knows it everybody had high expectations coming into it for what it was going to be you know it had some great sort of cinematic moments you know sort of i remember sitting down the first time i played it and that sort of walking along the cliffs kind of thing you know, it kind of really hooked me. You know, I was I was sort of keen for it. And I think it was good the way the spells unfolded and the, you, it, you had a desire to go back and do some of the additional math calculations to open a fucking door and shit like yeah. that. Find the keys and get the better loot for your house and stuff like that. Love that. Um, but I'm certainly not taking anything away from the game. I think you're right. I think that they knew... This is actually what I liked about it. I think they knew what game they were producing. Like you think of like the Souls genre, they know they're producing games for super advanced gamers. Whereas Hogwarts Legacy for me was like, like I, I gifted it to my younger sister who only plays Switch because I know it's something that she can get on board with. It's not too complicated. She's going to have a hell of a time. So I think you're right. I think that maybe the less is more things serve them because they could nail it. It was easy to consume and digest and put out there. Yeah. I think one thing it did fantastic that probably doesn't get enough credit for is the spell system. You know, I think the Agreed. way in which they, they flow together, you could freeze them, then bomb them and flow them up in the air, pull them, push them, like a group of them. All of that was really well thought out, really well delivered. Yeah, there were spells in there you would not have encountered in the books. Not because they didn't exist in the fantasy world of, of kind of Harry Potter and Hogwarts, but just because... You know, there's a handful of spells that are in the movies and in the books. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think also... Here's a question for you on the game. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the story of this game? I do remember the story. Like, because I think as we go along with this podcast, I think, you know, if we're playing RPGs and this sort of stuff, a really good measure is, do you actually remember the story? Do you remember how it ends? Because, honestly, for me, having played that game... I have a vague memory of sort of these old headmasts up on a board and, 
you know, you sort of have to go to different areas and there's a bad goblin guy and you've got some weird magic. Like, it's, yeah. I'm kind of reminiscing as I'm going through it, but I really, you know, there's certain games where, like, you come out of it and you go, I know what that game was about. I know all the key moments. I was left satisfied. You know, unfortunately in this game, I wasn't left satisfied. Well, yeah, no, great point. Like, and if you put this game close to or next to something that has the character development and the 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 inertia almost of Red Dead Redemption 2. It's, it's knowing... Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, I thought that the character development, particularly in this game, is rather vanilla. Mm. I think actually the NPCs that you actually kind of come into contact with have far more development. Like, I don't know how yeah. much you play, but you come into contact with another student called Sebastian who's That's right. kind of yeah. going down the, the Thomas Riddle route of it all. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of gives yeah. you choices throughout, which I liked. But in terms of your own... In terms of your own character development and where the story goes, look, to be honest, when I finished when I finished the last level, when I got through the last boss, it wasn't because I was like, oh, I want to find out what happens. Like, yeah. it's fucking Harry Potter. It's the yeah. same thing. He's saving the world through a secret society, you know, from the latest evil yeah. out there. So, it's uh, how creative can they get with it? I think you're on the money with that of the NPC elements of it. It's like, okay, we've mentioned Red Dead Redemption 2. There's a whole, you know, pantheon of characters there. You kind of get to know them over the course of the game. You know, you think about Hogwarts Legacy and you go, okay, there's a couple of teachers in there. You know, I think like, I can't really, you know, you go look at the movies. You got McGonagall, Snape. I mean, I'm, we might've watched the movie a fair few times to know the characters, but in this, it was like, none of these characters really stood out to me. Yeah, you know, you could it, replace the potions with the, this teacher, that teacher. They all yeah. just were like, nah, non-events. Yeah, the game doesn't let you really resonate too full on with a lot of the influencing characters for your, who you know, the role that you're actually playing. Yeah, I mean, the head ma- I remember the headmaster, him being a bit of a dick. I you know. don't. Uh, That's the thing. Yeah, I there fucking you go. don't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? But I, you can't blame him for that. You don't want to walk into a game you know, where the, the movies came out over a decade ago and it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, like. 100%. So are we, are we going to rate these games as we go through them? Are, are we going to do a 0 to 10 ratio on this? I mean, it's, I, I don't think we make kind of a, a strict rating system like 1 to 10, right? Okay. Because like, right. you know, I always say this with movies, that's why I don't trust IMDb anymore. It's <laughs> because like you can't put the latest horror film next to Citizen Kane and give them both a rating out of 10. You yeah, know what I mean? Like one has far more potential to be better than the other. You need to rate it on its merits. So I'm not going to give a one out of 10. I hear you on that. I I've, I've might disagree on the sense of like, everyone's got their taste and their and their preferences, even with gaming, the RPGs, first person shooters, top down, whatever you want to, that, that you enjoy spending your time with. But I think there's still the elements of the, the follow through, the same with cinema of like, is it quality? Is it good? You yeah. know, is is the gameplay tight? Is the controls tight? Is the story good? The characters good? The the development as it goes on? I think you'd be fair to say it, but let's instead of doing a zero to ten because we're sort of putting each other on the well, spot. Well, now you've maybe might... turned me around to the zero to ten. <laughs> like you've got a good fucking point. Like um... so, well, let's let's phrase it like this: Should our listeners spend their time playing this game, or do you reckon there's another game out there that you'd rather them play? I would say this: If you've played things like any of the latest Assassin's Creed's and enjoyed them. Um, if you've played an adventure game that was relatively simple to get across, I would definitely recommend this. In terms of a rating system out of you know 1 to 10, I'd give this like a 6.8. All right. Somewhere around the hallmark that's like, you're not going to regret downloading this game by any, ch- any means, but if you're expecting your socks to be blown off like a Red Dead Redemption 2 or a GTA 5 or... Um, a like a Souls, like a, Soul, yeah. a Dark Souls three, it's not going to happen. I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. You know, if you're an open world gamer and you've kind of played through a bit of them, and that one isn't one that you've done yet, it's worth a bit of time. I'd agree on that. 
100%. All right, should we move to my game? Let's talk about yours, mate. What you got for me? So my game's Returnal on PS5 exclusive. Um, This game was a bit of a change from the sort of previous games that this company's put out. But this game, I went into it, no idea what I was going into. You know, I don't even know how I came across it. I think sort of somebody recommended it somewhere along the way. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a crack. This game put its hooks into me straight away. I was hooked from the moment my character landed on this planet. You play this female character, you crash land on a planet, and you're basically just trying to fight your way out of it, really. And the gameplay is so tight. The controls are so quick and fluid. It's the kind of game that you could put like a, a electronic dance music into your ears for and just vibe the fuck out as you go through this game. And the story, phenomenal. You know, I, I was so interested to see the, the t- twists and turns. It was creepy. I remember playing it, all the lights off and a certain parts getting that like, Get man, what, what's going on here? Yeah, like, this, is, this is a bit gnarly. It's like a horror mm. movie kind of thing. And the deeper I went into this game, the more I was enjoying it. I 100%ed it. I found all the little fucking nooks and crannies, the glyphs. I've Wait. still got it on my PS5. Uh, that's one thing I'm going to come back to is that, is that it's. I think it's a Sony exclusive. Uh, exclusive. Yeah. 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 Let's come back to that. But where's it kind of set? Because I know, uh, look, uh, as an Xbox game, I've never played this. Oh, you've shown me at your house. Yeah. And I agree the fluidity of it. It wasn't that actually difficult to, nah, to pick up. You can up. pick the that up easy, yeah. flowed very similarly to other, other games, especially movement games like Sekiro that I've played. Yes, so yes. it wasn't too hard to pick up. But where's it set? From my understanding, this is like Pokepok post-apocalyptic like what's the yeah what's the environment like what do you want so it's it's futuristic so it's not sort of really post-apocalyptic like you're on an alien planet and there's fucking aliens on it and your character you basically run it through (laughs) and every time you die you start again you go back to your ship and you do another run so it's a roguelike you know but a roguelike you know when i think of roguelikes i think of sort of you know almost like um what's that that game I mean, there's plenty of them out there. Hades. Hades is what I'm thinking of where, you know, you sort of you die, you start again, but it's a bit of a That's top-down right. thing. Whereas this one's like over the shoulder, reminds me of kind of Gears of War kind of, but a little bit further back than that. And yeah, you just run through these environments and the story unfolds, you know, and you basically are going deeper into this yeah, planet yeah. in a so way. It's, it's kind of like, what was it? Outriders? What was that? It's kind of like Outriders yeah, done Yeah, that well. kind of over-the-shoulder yeah, yeah. kind of vibe about it. Are you, um, would you consider yourself an aggro gamer? Because I... I think I've played... The only thing that comes close to me for games like this in terms of the um, how impactful it is when you die yeah. is like, for example, Elden Ring because I know a lot of the game bases played Elden Ring. It's like you yeah. die, you drop you drop the most important loot at your yeah. spot of death and you, get, you have to make your way back to it and occasionally you do not. But my oh, yeah. understanding of Returnal is that when you fucking die, you go back to the beginning of that The story. very beginning, the very start of it with almost nothing. Like you get a few little upgrades that carry over, but you go back with nothing. And for me, like, am I an aggro gamer? Like when I was a kid and I played fucking Mortal Kombat and I lost to a mate, sure, I'd want to break that control at that point. But then you grow up and you sort of control your anger. But this one, fuck, it tested me. It tested me. You're on a good run. You got lots of health. You enter into this room and you get pied. And it's like you're white knuckling your controller. And I remember just like turning off the PS5 and like walking out of there just going, I'm done with this game. But then I'd think about it, you know, and the, the, the gameplay would bring me back. I'd be like, I, I want to finish. It's like the Elden Ring thing. Like it's a point of pride. Like did the game defeat you or did yeah. you defeat it? Are you so smarter you got that, that on your achievement list. Exactly. You pla- exactly. If you platinum that game on PS, that's decent. Yeah, not a lot of gamers do that. But you like know, for and, me, yeah. is, do, you think that, do you think that model... 
do you think that turns gamers off nowadays? Like, do you think that they've kind of tried to narrow in on a niche player base there? Because for me, like, I just played, perfect examples, Lies of Pies recently. There are a couple of real hard bosses on there, man. And sometimes it was frustrating enough just trying to get past that boss, let alone going back to the beginning of yeah. the game. I think I think roguelikes are a natural development of the gaming industry. I mean, Demon Souls and all those, that whole Souls-like genre, you know, this is taking a little bit of that. But what is so smart about it is you, you combine it with the randomly generated maps, your game goes from with what is a Hogwarts, you do it once and you're done, yeah. to this game being the replayability is there and it then sort of the value of the game increases with it, you know. It's smart. Well, there you go, folks. Know what you're getting into before you play Returnal. Go on, let's, let's, do, let's do this loosely, this loose rating system that we've kind okay, of decided. all right. Uh, Sell it to me. Do I, do I remember the ending? I remember all the boss battles. I remember every part about it. I've played it through once, but I did play the DLC a fair bit. So, like, this, this one's a high, high number for me. I'd put it in the bracket of a 9.5. It, wow. it is, It is, I, and, I, you know, I know this is the first episode, so it's only really downhill from here. It is a <laughs> perfect game, and I cannot stress that enough. If you want to pick it up and give it a go, I 100% recommend it. Love that. If I had a PS or I was still gaming MK, I'd, I'd play that based off the back of that review. Can I not air our dirty laundry here but speak about something we briefly mentioned? Was this bullshit. Gamers getting caught between the pissing contest of these different companies, Sony, <laughs> Microsoft, whatever it might be. It is to me just still bonkers the gaming is as big as it is today and we can still sit here and there's no way for me to access that game because yeah. I'm a Microsoft player I'm an Xbox player why like I've considered going out and getting a PS5 as well Yeah. but my gaming scores on my Xbox my friend list on my Xbox it's set up to my nah, game I hear you like, I hear you 100% what, you know, and like, why the fuck are we still in this situation where Sony's paying ludicrous amounts of money to gaming companies to do an exclusive for, it's to me I know I know I'm I mean it's the it. way the industry has sort of ended up I mean you know it's we're probably maybe don't even know enough to really sort of go too deep into it but I hear what you're saying on a face value going look these games they should be playable on both it'd be fantastic they are and they get to a wider audience is the main thing but yeah. you know I mean to be speaking honestly like I bought the PS3 purely for god of war i played god of war as a kid back in yeah. the day loved it and was like they've redone it it looks flash as fuck yeah okay i'll spend an additional six hundred dollars six hundred dollars or whatever it yeah, was no, just I... to play that one game and that's what they want you know and then i reckon from here on out the last of us spider-man you know uncharted like i went back through all the ps5 ones that i hadn't played and i got my value for money you know so now i've got my xbox for sort of the ones we play together and a few other sort of things and xbox seems to be pivoting hard to a lot more of the kind of indie sort of crowd at the moment whereas the right, ps5 yeah. is really honing in or, or you know sony on a story driven rpg heavy like you know sort of what's that other one that recently came out where you're a ninja but yeah, geez, I mean, their, their back catalogue is fantastic. Oh, and Ghost worth of Tashami? Oh, mate. Whatever it was oh, called. Oh, mate. I'm so annoyed that's not an expert. I'm I definitely know. getting the name wrong. Well, Wait for yeah, corrections called next of, episode. Ghost of <laughs> Tsushima? Yeah, with a that's, T? Yeah. That's, I probably butchered that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, well, 9.5 is, oh, is a high rating, mate. You're it essentially is. saying at a 9.5, you're going to recommend this to everyone it, that you it come is, across. It is you and I in know my top 10 games of all time. You and I know there's different types of gamers. So, like, who's this for? Why should they play it? 
I mean, it's for the Souls-like kind of person yeah. who's played okay. all the Souls-like, you know, who want a bit of a different challenge. They like looter kind of shooters, um, you know, and, and keen for something a little bit off the beating tra- path. You know, it's not the... I don't think everybody's heard of this game. You know, when you talk about what are the games you should play on the PS5, this one is not one of the top ones listed. I think it's probably on the second page over of the games you should play on this one. But for me, it ticked all my boxes. Nice one. Love that. Well, okay, should we do... Question time. Home, Let's mate, do it. Question time. All right. Who wants? To, okay. Well, I went first review wise. So okay, I think right. you're picking out a question. All right. I'll go first. Here so we I've, go. I've written guy three questions and he's going to pick him out of a hat and I'm going to do the same. Favorite GTA. Oh. Whew, this is uh, this is a tough one. <laughs> to be fair, this out, of the, out of the questions I had in the hat, I was actually hoping. No, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a we great gotta one. We got to play by the rules, though. We got to play by the rules. This is fantastic. Okay, so just I mean, my experience with GTA played them all. You know, going back, well, played them all. I think I didn't do the Ballad of Gay Tony, like yep. some of these DLCs. You know, I mean, I think I I entered into it when it was sort of Liberty City GTA Three. Yeah, so one like and two, PS2 I mean, era. one and two is sort of top down stuff. You know, not a lot of people kind of played those ones. They really changed it up with GTA Three, Liberty City. That one was just fantastic. You know, I remember driving over that bridge and million times getting the tank all the rest of it i was far too young to be playing that game i don't know how my parents let me do it trying to jump the bridge in gta 3 did you ever try and do that oh yeah i mean we all did and then it was the fucking remember that was the cessna plane that you had yes oh my god and it recorded our fire i mean that is pure nostalgia right there you you remember back like the the cheats you know and the up down left rights and all the rest of it like my goodness but no that one definitely isn't the top one um so what then we go to gta 4 nico bellic and it's sort of like new york a lot more New York kind of based view and the I remember the the sort of games gravity kind of was f- way ahead of its time the the way the bodies flopped and everything else I remember the controls being a little bit junky but that one was good you know I liked it then we get to what GTA 5 I think was after that yeah, yeah. and then we got the three characters Trevor all the rest of them and I think like it, this has been well documented you see it on YouTube clips all the time of like what they put into that game, what what you were able with the gig space that you've got of a game, the level of detail they went to. I mean, one of them went on to have mind blowing an acting career. Yeah, that's I how mean, big the opportunity was with that game. That's the the net that it's it was able to cast. Like, yeah, I mean, that character was phenomenal. I mean, talking about characters before the three front men, you know, the the other characters, his family, you know, like oh, it's so, just yeah, it's oh. the guy who plays Trevor. I remember at the time I was playing GTA Five, I was I was getting across the Walking Dead. I was getting into it. Yes, and he's, towards, of like, course season, he's in that because oh, it's season four, or season five. There's a guy who's just starts yelling at something from Rick across the street. Yes. I'm like. <laughs> That's fucking That's Trevor. Because he's drawn in the game. Are we are we doing him a disservice by saying GTA Five made him big? I mean, it definitely elevated his status. He, that's I undeniable. Think, I, I mean, I'm sure he's had an fine. acting career before that, but you know, well, I, I even, hear what you're saying. I don't even you know, know. The only name I can attribute to him is yeah. Trevor. So, but uh, yeah, it's got to be it's yeah, got to be GTA Five for me. There, there's no doubt. But I mean, Rockstar, you know, it is it is the company. You know, that's and that's GTA Six. You know, the trailer for that was such a mega YouTube view yeah. click kind of thing for a reason. You know, Florida. 100%. It looks phenomenal. I mean, Rockstar has built. Rockstar's built their following on on nothing but quality. Quality, yeah. That's it. I was struggling for the word, but yeah. They I'm don't put out Apple. a game that's bad, and and I mean, like, I've been playing the games for a while. I played the Warriors back in the day on Mate, PS2. That game was like, fucking good think too. Of like Bully, Carnage came oh, and edited bully. on the PS2. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not many games that you could really pin up and say, where, when have they put a foot wrong? I, to my mind, I can't think of one, you know, sort of thinking of rock style, rock steady. I mean, they've just put out Justice League and that's been apparently a big pile of shit. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. I mean, and, that, and they did all the Batman games a little while ago, and they were phenomenal games. Yeah, I heard good things about that. Oh, game. They were very the good Batman games. games. Question um, for you, mate. I well, do, do we do we both answer this question? Oh, okay, yeah. All right, we can both do it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how do we want to do this? Yeah, how much time we got in this? I mean, uh, endless, yeah, if mate. you want, yeah, right, long, you do it. You as, do it as long as these dear listeners will stay around. Um, I mean, I would say, I would say Vice City. Wow, oh, how did I? Fo- I forgot. I skipped it, didn't I? You kind of did because the, the one that. So when I think of old old GTA games, I always go to GTA Three Liberty City as well because yeah. I, I think that actually brought into gaming the weapon wheel. Do you know Ooh. that? I think Rockstar actually invented the weapon wheel with the D-pad. Shit. Um, don't hold me to that. That might be another corrections corner, but I'm pretty sure that, well, that was <laughs> Sounds right my, to me. I'll take that one. That was definitely my first interaction with it. But Vice City, I remember, it was during the PSP time of gaming as well. Yeah. So I could go from my PS2, PS3 to my PSP. And I oh. remember that I think that the graphics, the storyline... And just the natural development of Vice City really laid the groundwork yeah. for what JT, GTA is today. It yeah. re- in Vice City, it really became the hard storyline, big character development, all about the drugs and the games was, and shit back in Vice City. I don't know how I forgot it. I mean, I remember playing that helicopter RC game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that killed me. How many goes did that take? That, that was Elden Ring before Elden yeah, Ring. That yeah. shit was hard. <laughs> all right, my turn. Oh, right, yeah, let's, let's do it. For me. I'm not going to go to the top one. I'm going to go one a bit further down. Let's see. Best wow moment. How do I do this without giving a spoiler? I feel like my questions are really like vanilla. and you've, Best you've done wow <laughs> moment. Oh, I mean, there's so many different moments in gaming. Sometimes there's... Like when I played, for example, what did I just finish? Um, Wolong. There were some wow moments in that, but mainly because of the cutscenes. Mm. You know, you're almost watching an anime, but that to me isn't a wow moment for a gamer. A wow moment is like a... You know what it was? It was actually for me in Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. not knowing where Arthur Morgan's story was going mm. and the anxiety that they were able to build right into the end of that game. I think when you finally, your suspicions finally are come to, you, you know, come to fruition and you were right mm. about it the mm. whole time, that was definitely a wow moment because I think, especially when you're making that last horse ride trip with Bar- Arthur, when he's going back to sort out what's been going on to get the loot for the girls. He's got the black lung and just how they did that final. I've got it recorded still in my DVR, mate. It goes for like three or four minutes and you're riding and it's super emotional and there's snippets from the game coming back into Arthur's head. Like one that sticks out to me is when, um, oh, what was the boss's name? Dutch. Yeah, that Dutch? sounds right. That when sounds Dutch right. says, we are not criminals. We are outlaws. It's like it was just that entire horse ride back yeah. and the character development of Arthur and when his demise becomes reality and you don't know where the game goes next, yeah. I think that was my biggest wow moment. Mate, I, yeah, I think you're on the money with that. I mean, the, the, for me, there were so many wow moments in Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I loved the... I think one thing they really just nailed was the riding along and, and hearing some scream in these marshes and woods and you're like, I've got to investigate that. You go in there, there's some ladies like kind of semi-strung up or hogtied or whatever and you're like, I'm going to cut her loose. Then a bunch of fucking creeps jump out and jump you and steal your shit. Like, they, they, they yeah. were wow moments and they, they were sort of 
almost randomly generated kind of story beats that would just occur as you roamed the the thing and you chat to your friends and be like have you experienced this and they'll be like what the fuck is that i've never come across that shit in that game yeah i mean fantastic we could talk about red dead for an entire we really could i mean we've we we spoken about it a fair bit yeah <laughs> we can't do an episode reviewing that one now yeah now the wow moment's a good one if i had longer to think on that question look it might be something else there's another number of games that pop into head that definitely have them but i'd in, 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 you know, on the spot, definitely. Yeah, no, Red fair. Dead I mean, you know, that, that, that we don't fun. know these questions are coming, so you know, yeah. sort of, you, it's, it's fresh off the top of your head. So my answer to that question would be, and it's a bit of an off Broadway again, Go is on. and unfortunately PS5 exclusive. Sorry, is Days Gone. So this was a motorcycle free roaming kind of game that was sort of did kind of have vibes of um, you know the sort of undead. What was the TV show we just The Walking Dead. Mm. Um, kind of like that, but you're, it's a lot of motorbike kind of based as you sort of traverse, but fantastic sneaky. Anyway, what was the wow moment in it was, <clears throat> excuse me, when you came across the swarms. So this game perfected an open world swarm of zombies coming at you. Yeah. And the first time like you come across dead. that. Do you remember Left 4 <sighs> Dead? Oh, yeah. And it just, it builds up that can run mentality anxiety and oh yeah to stand fight. I love it. 100% I, love I mean so the, the Left 4 Dead was fantastic in the sort of that first person tight shooting I haven't done Back for Blood I mean I don't know if we should but this one was more like you're on a motorbike you're throwing Molotov cocktails over your thing and they're just relentless you know and you're scrambling like crazy and you'd go into these dark caves to try and find good loot or whatever and there'd just be like a fucking 200 of these dudes just standing yeah. there staring at you and your skin <laughs> you're just like shit and there's so many games that have tried to do that and so many of them haven't been able to do it. Nah, yeah, it's, it's tough. There's but so they, they many zombie well. games, bro. And like, there's only a few that I can name that I would recommend. Yeah, agreed. So is it my turn on next question? Do we do more questions or is it just one a week? Uh, what's, what's our time at? I don't know. I don't know Garage Band that well. All right, well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's stick it with... Um, let's do one more from your hat. And then and we'll let's call both it. let answer it. Okay. And then we'll do All final right, let's do that. Yeah, I agree on that. So hardest boss, why? Hardest boss, why? Oh, man. I mean... There's, do you want to go? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's got to be Elden Ring for me. You know, like... The, I think I know, can, I, can I guess who you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, sure, yeah. Are you going to say Melania Blade? Yeah, it fucking was. Yep, I, is. I, I think a lot of people would say that. You know what was the most aggravating thing about that fight was it took me hours it took me days to win that fight i, I was so frustrated no matter it, i and i cheated i fucking googled it to did go, you What's cheese the move her set? no I didn't no that's not cheating no, no that's no, not no. Che- i mean it, i feel cheating, like cheating bro. is where you kind of you know i didn't learn the moves off by heart myself with a lot of yeah. the other bosses this one just she just kept getting under my skin and i remember chatting to a mate of mine who was playing at the same time and i said to him how hard i was struggling with this fight and he told me he did it in his second attempt. Bull. And I called bullshit. Shit. I was like absolutely offended that this person had been able to do it in like two, three attempts or some shit. I was like, that's... And I, I really grilled him about it. And like, he's not a guy who usually fabricates this kind of stuff. And he looked me in the eye. He said, no, nah, two attempts, man. I knocked it out. He used his clone fella. They had like... I think they were using a blood loss sword or something. And uh, I was an idiot. Bleed, I was, bleed. Yeah, bleed, bleed. bleed. Yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. in there with some giant fuck off sword doing some forward somersault trying to absolutely like hammer her to the ground. And it, it was a dumb move set. It's not a fast move set. And it was just, yeah, it was But stupid. also this, this is what I like about those Souls games is that it's very possible that he just had the perfect build for that, yeah. for that boss. Like for me, and I got, I got no qualms in admitting this or any shame towards it. I reckon a millennia took me... 80 plus goes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, probably ballpark. And do you know what too. it was? Is that 
because I was so set on my build and I'm like, I'm not respecking. I found a really fun, good, well-flowing way to play this game in my current build and it was a high... Um, I'm, I've got motivity from Lies of P in my head, but it was um, dexterity. I had a dexterity yeah. build, which is high movement. Yeah. Not You don't use a shield. I used mainly two scimitars, as you said, yeah, with yeah, bleed, yeah. but it was very upfront, um, close combat. So with that build, I really struggled against her. Man, I respect, and it didn't help me. I still yeah. got pied. Like, you know, I, I was just, it was one of those fights. And I think for me, what it was, was the, the coin drop moment for me was, and even reading this, I still couldn't nail it. I am such a forward fighter and for on the front foot that the concept of like ducking backwards just defeated me, like, which against, is the dumbest thing in the world. Just but goes against what, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, against. you know, any game I'm throwing myself headfirst in. I'm, I'm, I want to be first through the door, you know. And in this one, it was like, if you want to dodge a fight, fucking roll backwards. It was like, what, you know, I know it's dumb, but that was my problem. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great one. And to be honest, that's how I would answer this question. But I'm gonna pivot for you. And I'm going to go way back. Oh, here we go. I'm going to go way back, PS2 days. 12-year-old yes. Taylor, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Heart, <sighs> mate. And I don't... Look, if I was to go back Kingdom now on PS2, maybe with how much more we play games, what we've been exposed to... <clears throat> Do you think me, you'd nail it now? Maybe I would. I don't know. But the final boss in Kingdom Hearts was a boss that had a huge surface area. It was like you were in space. So in, in Kingdom Hearts, you can make your own spaceship and I remember, fly around I between different that. cartoon planets. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. Right? It was like almost like a Lego set yeah, of kind of pieces and shit. Correct. Yeah. And, and you essentially, essentially the, the biggest foe you have throughout is your shadow, but he wasn't that bad. Yeah. He's his final boss that covered a large surface area. You had to fight them mostly in your ship and fly around. You needed the right keyblade to do it. That is something I can honestly actually say, I still haven't finished that. I'm like reminiscing. I, I remember playing that game and like I'm now picturing that, that boss. boss. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually been that boss. For me, the surface area was too much. I'm but not even sure if I did, to be honest. So I, I actually I, gave yeah. up on that. I remember the shadow. I remember some of the like spooky little towns and yeah, stuff yeah. that you roll through in that. Remember, I remember having to beat the beast from Beast and the Beauty. That was one of the harder ones as well, but... The final one, I still haven't done it to this day. Wow. So Jeez, yeah, that, maybe, is, maybe that is a throwback. That, that, yeah. that just goes to show our uh, lineage of gaming through the years. But Melania, yeah, man, I'm right there with you. That was a tough one. Um, I, I mean, even that flying dude with the, who had like a spine illuminated, I found easier. Like, and I yeah. don't know why. Like, well, he was thing. easier. But if you were to post on Reddit, what's like, what the hardest boss is? There'd be other people out there that would say it's definitely not Melania because they might have just stumbled across her at the right time. But yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, if you've played that game, you know, if you're one of those people who nailed it in a couple without fucking reading it, you know, and went in fresh as a daisy, let then us know. more yes. power to you. More power. But also, to let you. us know. Email info at theeveninggamer.com.au. There we I go. We got an email I address I now. I want to call your bullshit on that. Yeah, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, final thoughts. I think we're both advocates for the games we reviewed today. Hogwarts yeah. Legacy, definitely worth a go. I think we are, We've yeah. Done Returnal, Sony exclusive. Yeah. Good to go. Hope you enjoyed the reviews. In the next few podcasts, you know, we'll sort of maybe I'll go for a bit more of a newer game, I feel like, maybe in the next one. We've got to chat about Remnant 2 as well. We definitely do, and we definitely will. But for now, don't be an NPC. And keep leveling up. See you next time.